Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. A lot of high school football championships to talk about tonight, plus some college basketball. Right now, though, the man, and I mean the man, every 15 minutes, star of our show, it's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, what's going on? It's great to be with you and James Adams on a great Friday night in downtown Indianapolis. The tree is lit. The circle lights are on. And as you said, we've got state championships all weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium. All of these are final. The day started with Class 2A. Evansville Modern Day defeated Andrean. That was a final of 20-10. to 10. Remember, it was Andrean beating Modern Day a year ago. So Modern Day and Coach Mike Gable, they get one back. The day then took us to 4A, where East Central 30-piece New Prairie 37-7. What an end for East Central. They beat Ron Colley to get to Lucas Oil Stadium and now have a state championship to go along with it. Right now at Lucas Oil, six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Center Grove up on Carroll Fort Wayne, 35-3. to It looks like Center Grove is on their way to their third straight 6A state championship. Head coach Eric Moore, he's got to be very, very pleased. Tomorrow, Class A, Adams Central, Indianapolis Lutheran. 3A, Chatard and Lawrenceburg, 5A, Valpo and Whiteley. We got coverage for you all night right here on IST. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Lots and lots of football. What a great weekend. Not just a great day. What a great weekend for high school football. The state championships uh, going on today, tomorrow. So we have two champions already crowned. We have one later on tonight and clearly three tomorrow. We started off by talking with Mark Forrester, who had the chance to work the uh, 2A sidelines, and he was play-by-play on the 4A matchup. So he started the day uh, with a great, great game rematch from last year with Evansville Modern Day and Andrean. Uh, Modern Day avenges last year's loss with a 20-10 win. And East Central, no problem at all with New Prairie in the 4A matchup. 37-7 from our great affiliate in Muncie, the man himself, Mark Forrester. Hello, Mark. Hey, Coach. How's it going? Hey, listen, I was excited to be in my car listening to you and your uh, colleagues on the East Central New Prairie game. Uh, I, I caught a little bit of that game, uh, and you you're, you were great. Uh, you guys did a great game. Uh, let's start with two A. Start the day. Modern Day and Andrean, and I, I'm just wondering if the theme of today might be how important it is to get on the board first, because you know uh, it certainly worked uh, with uh, Modern Day, and clearly worked worked wonders for East Central in their matchup with New Prairie. No question. You know, a lot of coaches and a lot of a lot of people will focus on. Hey, being strong for four quarters and not necessarily the way you start, but the way you finish. And in both cases, Coach, I, I think the 2A and 4A, the tone was set from the opening drive for Evansville Modern Day and oh, the yeah. opening drive from East Central. Um, you, you could just tell 
and again, you know, one drive's one drive, but I, I couldn't agree more. And Matt Surface and I were talking about it on the 4A call and even referenced the 2A matchup that it was almost the exact same script that just kind of setting things the course on that first drive was a big moment for, for both state champions in 2A and 4A today. I mean, it's a statement. I don't think there's any question. Uh, and, and the statement was clearly made uh, in, in both of those games with an emphatic exclamation point in the 4A game, quite frankly, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, East Central scores the first three times they touch the ball. You talk about a statement, there's one for you. But, you know, there's some, you know, psychologically, there's a lot, a lot to, to say about getting on the board first. And then the other thing that coaches talk about is okay, the big thing here is you got to answer a score with a score. And so in both of those games, you know, you get on the board first, then you get a three and out and get the ball back. And in East Central's case, you put another one on the board. And, and, and if you're, uh, you know, modern day, you know, you didn't necessarily put it on the board, but but you were already you know you're up ten nothing, and now you're feeling great about yourself. No question, and in and, and both of those matchups too, all four of those teams were big running teams, and there's something right. too getting your offensive linemen aggressive, getting your running backs aggressive, and being able to set. The, the course of action for the rest of the game. And when that accumulates, especially when the opposition likes to run the football as much as, as the leader does, it, it puts you at a real advantage if you're on top and a real disadvantage if, if you're the one kind of catching up. So I think, I think very well said, Coach. The 2A and 4A kind of started very, very similarly, di- different ways in, in the execution, but in a lot of ways a similar script. Mark Forrester with us, you know, is, you know, if you're in the Muncie area, you know, he's a big star up there and we're thrilled to have him. He's part of the IHSA Champions Network today doing uh, duty on the 2A and 4A games. Uh, So let's stay on this 2A game. You know, modern day, you talk about contrasting styles. Wonderlick, uh, their quarterback is pretty prolific and modern day will air it out. Uh, Doesn't matter where, doesn't matter who. Uh, they're an explosive, capable football team. Their defense doesn't really get as much credit as it should, especially on a day like today. Uh, but they were an impressive bunch, were they not? They absolutely were. And the the focus for Mike Gable and his, his crew was Drake Bowen on both sides of the football. And you could kind of see game right. plan-wise, not just defensively, uh, of, of how to stop him. Of course, Drake Bowen's going to get the majority of the carries. Had 26 today for 95 yards. Really had to work for each and every one of those yards. But you could see def- uh, when he was on defense, the, the way that they would kind of scheme away from him and move, move the scheme away from his side of the football because of how he can break down the game for Andrean on, on defense. And, you know, getting off to that quick start, and, and they did an excellent job on him uh, defensively. Uh, Drake Bowen really, really had a, had a tough workmanlike day. Hey, Mark, can you hang on through this short break? Sure can. Absolutely. Mark Forrester and I'll come back talk more IHSAA Championship Football on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Mark Forrester rejoins us. 
part of the IHSAA Champions Radio Network today. Sideline on the 2A matchup, play-by-play on the 4A. I'm still talking about 2A. You know, you mentioned Drake Bowen. I think the consensus, Mr. Football, if you will, um, he has just a, he had 95 yards, as you pointed out, on the ground. And everybody game plans him all year long, but modern day put together a solid plan against him offensively and defensively. Yeah, no question, and and you got to account for him on both sides of the football because the the game plan defensively, you, you know, you know the drill. It's stopping the run because yeah. he's a big yeah. part of it. But I, I found it very interesting. I was talking to a couple of coaches on the sideline, and then uh, talking to some others after the game, and uh, they just thought it was a brilliant scheme from modern day to stay away from him defensively, which is hard to do when you're talking about the middle linebacker for the Andrean defense. That's that's Drake Bowen, but they did a great job of kind of keeping him in motion. Now uh, Bowen. Did did go out with a little bit of an ankle injury in the first quarter, and um, mm-hmm. Mike Gable post game kind of alluded to maybe that that was um, uh, affecting him, uh, especially the way he saw it, uh, kind of scheming against him. But w- one way or the other, Modern Day had just a solid game plan on both sides of the football, a very complete win. Well, it avenges the loss last year. I know they've thought about it for a year and came out and got that. Now, the 4 8 game was. Um, this was all East Central, uh, all East Central early. They jumped out quickly on New Prairie, and I, I don't think New Prairie was ever able to recover from the uh, onslaught that, that they, they saw so early and uh, end up losing this thing 37-7. Uh, to 7. And congratulations to East Central. I mean, they beat Ron Colley in a thriller to get here, uh, steamroll uh, New Prairie to win the championship. What an impressive group they are. They had three individual 100-yard rushers today. Uh, pretty, pretty impressive. Um, by by our count, the 395 yards rushing in total was the most that they had at any one game this season, which is pretty remarkable to because they, they've had right. several team rushing performances of over 300 yards this year but none at 395 and and, and just the uh, we, we talked about the variety of the way you run the football you think hey you know you run a toss play then you run an inside play then you run a stretch <laughs> play well well they were mm-hmm. throwing double reverses in there they were throwing right. jet sweeps right. They were the, the variety and the creativity that they had running the football was incredibly, incredibly impressive. And um, I think the biggest key to this game um, had to do with the, the jet sweep reverse action. Uh, the first two times they ran that play, they scored touchdowns on them. And then they kept kind of mixing it in and using three different right. guys to right. run the football. It was just a very creative, uh, innovative offensive game plan. And you can't short side uh, the East Central defense because they talked about all week about how how they had to scheme against a quarterback runner um and 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 did a fantastic job so you know speaking of two very complete game plans uh you mentioned modern day before and then in the 4a mm-hmm. east central it was just very very complete very well done so i'm i'm driving listening to you and matt uh, because you're both close friends of mine and and, and i'm hearing the reverse um, they run the they run a reverse and then you come back and they run a reverse again <laughs> for, for a touchdown and i'm thinking who runs two back-to-back reverses for heaven's sakes 
Well, I guess when it works, Coach, you, you, you go back yeah. to it to make sure that it wasn't just a fluke. But, yeah, you know, honestly, they, they ran about six different reverses. And, you, you know, sometimes you sprinkle that in once or twice or maybe three times if it's really working. Mm-hmm. But you, mm-hmm. do, you do it over a long period of time. You don't do it in, in, in the amount of right. volume that you put six. Six times for a reverse <laughs> is a lot of volume. And uh, I got to tell you, the wide receiver, senior wide receiver, Eli Aston, this was one of the more remarkable statistics. He had 178 yards rushing this season on 23 carries. Wow. And this game today, he had five carries, 114 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he, he, it, it was really impressive the way they got it done, East Central did. All right, Mark, can I impose upon you to stay with me and keep talking? Absolutely. I'll, I'll hang for a bit. All right. All right. Scoreboard update coming up, and then we'll come back and talk more with Mark Forrester on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We take you back to Lucas Oil Stadium, where Center Grove has a 35-9 lead on Carroll Fort Wayne. 2.34 to play. Carroll has scored uh, their first touchdown of the game. They actually started very well. They knocked down a field goal to begin the game. After that point, Center Grove went to work. Jalen Thomason had a 50-yard-plus carry to, course, to score Center Grove's first touchdown. Thomason, 128 yards. His counterpart in the backfield for Center Grove, Micah Coyle, has rushed for 132 yards today. And this is a sign that Center Grove, they're attacking Carroll Fort Wayne the way they want. Tyler Cherry, their quarterback, has thrown the ball nine times for 137 yards and a touchdown. Nine times, and on the ground, they're doing the work that they are. It looks like Center Grove well on their way to their third straight state championship. As Mark Forrester told you, the finals from earlier, Evansville Modern Day by 10 over Andrean, 20-10, and East Central buries New Prairie 37-7. Coming your way tomorrow from Lucas Oil Stadium, Class A at 11 a.m., Adam Central undefeated at 14-0, takes on the co-undefeated, Indianapolis Lutheran Saints, again, that game at 11. 3A follows at 3 o'clock. All of the call for you of Chittard and Lawrenceburg. 5A finishes the weekend. Valparaiso and Whiteland. We'll continue to break down everything from Lucas Oil Stadium here this weekend. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Up. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, one of our favorites. Mark Forrester with us talking about high school football. He was part of the IHSA Champions Network today on the 2A and 4A matchups. 2A, uh, this one goes to Evansville Modern Day, 4A, East Central. We talked about the variety uh, and explosiveness of the East Central offense, but what they also did was they locked up New Prairie, and it's a New Prairie team been putting points on the board. Yeah, no question. Actually, Matt Surface and I were talking a lot about the defenses because both were tied for 15th in the state in points allowed, uh, 10 points right. per game. Now, uh, East Central certainly did uh, did their part in it, and, and you just got to credit the East Central offensive uh, ability there, but you're exactly right. That's a that's a new Prairie team that's very tough to scheme for uh, because their, their quarterback, Marshall Kamichek, is – 
one of uh, the more difficult matchups there because he has the ability to throw, but his his running ability sets up uh, the passing lanes. Noah Mungia, uh, the running back, rushed for 1,800 yards. And quite frankly, there just wasn't that explosive play to really sustain a drive. I think the first time that they crossed the, the 40-yard line, of East Central was late in the third quarter, which is uh, pretty remarkably done by by East Central. But it just never felt like they got on track. They'd have these little spurts where they get a first down carry of seven. And then, you know, they'd pick up the first down and then they'd have a first down carry of two and then get knocked back for a a loss of two. Mm -hmm. And then automatically you're in a third and 10, third and 11, which is not advantageous for a run first team. Just felt like schedule-wise offensively, New was just out of sorts, and before you know it, it was three drives for East Central, three touchdowns, and a twenty to nothing, just like that. Right. Yeah, and um, you know it's very, very difficult to recover from that kind of hole in a championship like this. You've game planned it all. You get punched in the face, as we all like to talk about. It's hard to recover, and you see this uh, on state championship types of games. And you just hate to see it happen for those kids and those coaches because they've done everything they can to get to this point, and then they don't play uh, the, the game the way they've been accustomed to playing. And and uh, yeah, it, it's it's hard, uh, but they uh, they will they will bounce back. So, um, Mark Forrester, thank you so much for the time. You were great. You and Matt. As you well know, Matt's one of my closest friends. You guys were great. And thanks for taking time to join me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It was a fun day. This is one of the best days of the year, and it's always great to catch up with you at the end of the day, Coach. Thanks so much, and have a good weekend, okay? Thank you, and I look forward to our our basketball conversations coming up soon. Thanks for the call, Mark. Look, Look forward to it, Coach. Thanks so much. College basketball squeezing in right now. Ball State. Losing to Vermont today, 78-73. David Eha from the Ball State Radio Network joins me. Dave, we talked last weekend about uh, how tough a matchup this was going to be for the Cards, and and it was. This is a Vermont team that I think everyone knows has made multiple appearances in the tournament. They're well-drilled. They have normally have a, a bunch of guys from Indiana playing for them, which always makes them good. But uh, close one, tough loss for the Cards today. Yeah, it really was, Bob. Down here in Bahamas, cards fall by five. And, you know, it's got to be frustrating for Coach Lewis because they played definitely well enough to win this game. Right. 11 of 24 at the free throw line oh. and uh, oh. just 45%. Oh, and, You know, look, you lose a game by five where you shoot that right. poorly several of which were front ends of one-and-ones. And And, uh, really, that was the difference. I mean, uh, cards played really well. And the other frustrating thing, numerous times Vermont at the end of the shot clock would heave one up and make threes. (laughs) And, you know, you play good D for 29 (laughs) seconds. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, and so sometimes you just got to tip your cap to Vermont. But, uh, you know, it's one of those where you would have loved to walk away with a win, but even in a loss against a good Vermont team, you're you're encouraged by the way they played. And, and Coach, we talked about Jalen Sellers last weekend. He had 18-14. Another career high today, 21 points on 9 of 16 shooting. I mean, this young man is just blossoming before our eyes. 
I mean, he's going to be a he's going to be a star and, and somebody to reckon with in the league. So who's who's the next guy? So you got him. Who's that second? And who are those second and third guys? Yeah, I mean, Jerome Coleman, you know, 10 points, six assists, four rebounds, so a stat sheet stuffer, but he could play better. Offensively, four of 10 shooting. Uh, Peyton Sparks, just one of six from the foul line. That really kind of kind of hurt. So, uh, and the bench, they've, they've got to get some bench scoring. That right, was one right. area where Vermont, uh, they had a huge edge in bench points, 33 to 10. And so, you know, Mickey Pearson is, is stepping in, but, you know, Luke Bumbleo has just been in an, in an awful slump and, and having a hard time getting on mm. track. So mm-hmm. the cards desperately need some bench scoring to, you know, keep that momentum going when the starters got to take a rest, which you have to do when you're playing right. three games right. in three days. All right, who are they playing tomorrow? Yeah, so tomorrow they play uh, Missouri State, who got knocked off by UNC Wilmington today. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, should should be a good matchup. Um, Missouri State's a team that likes to press full court, get up and down. So, mm. uh, cards play the way they did today, handle the press, and make your free throws. I mean, this is a team that right. gets to the line a lot. Uh, if you take care of business there, I think, uh, like I said, Coach Lewis even said after the game, I, I feel like he felt um, there were a lot of positives. Right. All right, so you're going to have enough time to get away from the beach to call us tomorrow night? Bob, I, you know, for you, I will do anything, buddy. So, <laughs> no, because uh, brother, right? I know how important I know how important a tan is to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll, I'm going to forego the tan in the casino and uh, definitely make sure I hit you up tomorrow night. Uh, all right, I'll mail you a check for your lost wages on the at the casino. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. All right, coach. David. Thank you. Good luck to the cards. Thanks, Dave. You got it. See David Eha from the uh, Ball State Radio Network. Ball State losing to Vermont tonight, seventy-five. Excuse me, seventy-eight, seventy-three. Can't read my own writing. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with the man, Brendan King. And then we've got some more high school football to talk about on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.